Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Slim Cast. Now, I got some good news for you, a lot of good news. We've been doing a lot this week. Uh, had some W's, had some L's, but boy, was it somewhat neutral and eventful week, uh, but pretty good, so to speak. And um, before we go any further and jump right in, my name is Slim Cognito, and you're damn right I'm black. So guess what, man? Starting off, of course, we're, still, we're constantly keeping up with the guy of high school. I want to try to find a way. It's 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 very weird the fact that um, the podcast is on Monday while the guy of high school episodes drop Monday. And you will know the sub won't be out until like Monday, say, noon, afternoon, so to speak, maybe in the evening. So you're going you, to it's, it's going to take some time unless I, you know, grab the raw you know, and, and call myself, try to ultra weeb it, but I hadn't done that in years. And here we are, you know what I'm saying? Just, I kind of want to update the latest episode the day of, you know what I mean? But I don't want to do the podcast Monday night. I I like to get it out of the way, like early in the morning because Mondays are like reserved for other things as a busy guy that I am. But all in all, Got a high school latest episode, amazing little detail. Some uh, plot has been uh, revealed to us. Uh, me being the anime only, I'm still enjoying it. I've seen some people holler that the anime is mid or it's not that great, but to be honest with you, I haven't found any type of shonen that's actually been this enjoyable out of the recent years in a good while, um, so to speak. But then to be fair with you, I ain't really keeping up with none of the new big three except for my hero. And to be honest with you, this thing is like my hero, not exactly on crack, but a little bit sped up. Like if we got to Deku's teenage years and just hurried that shit along, you know what I mean? That's and 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 it's just hype all the way through, you know. That's what I'm enjoying the most about it. Um, so yeah, it's dope and hella good i ain't got no problems with it to be honest with you and the ones out there saying it's mid and it'd be some of my heroes some of my favorite tubas and whatnot you know like oh it's mid or it ain't that great or this is one of the worst animes blah 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 blah. but it's it's just everybody that's negative toward this anime they're either huge fans of the original webtoon comic slash manga and they're mad at the changes or they're just jaded anime uh fans who just don't know like, I'm tempted to watch Black Clover just because I've seen slander that Black Clover was better than Berserk. I'm kind of, that that really scratched me the wrong way. You know what I mean? Because uh, t- just, just you, you got to give respect to the ones that crawl so you can walk, bro. Like, it, it don't matter what you say, what you do. You cannot give credit to Minecraft, but then have no respect for the Sims and Sim City. You know, it, it it just don't work that way. You cannot give respect to Sword Art Online without giving respect to Dot Hack. You can't give respect to uh what Inception and not give respect to the Matrix. These things, everything is inspired by something else. That's why the meme they walk so they could run exists. There would be no this without that. And because of that, it's the hottest shit at its time. You can't compare those two things. You can't compare Black Clover to Berserk because Berserk was made in a different time period by a different writer and with with a different climate of anime being released. Now you have Black Clover and it 
is released in a climate where berserk is already huge and it was hugely inspired by it that means if the fact that berserk was its inspiration it can easily make changes that they personally think would be better but it's not really better just more preferable for an up-to-date audience or a more modern audience excuse me so i hate to see those type of things and judgments when it comes to media people you have to be more fair in your judgments you can't call yourself a critic if i see you make tweets and you making crit you know criticizing certain games animes and things like that that type of trash needs to go uh it was some some uh online critic that was criticizing the avengers as well i want to get into that when we get around to that but the latest avengers game people have been real unfair to that game like they got to understand that this game is developed for four or five year old hardware to run on four or five year old hardware and pc while also being an online as lagless as possible four player co-op game come on fam that is not a small order okay people still and 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 they didn't even slack up on the graphics and animation animations are amazing in that game and it's something for everybody so i'm, I'm not even gonna jump in right now i'll talk about that later because we got it on a docket with some of the news so yeah can't wait for today's episode of uh the god of high school really looking forward to that we're gonna pick up that manga as well in the meantime although not gonna lie what i have been doing in the meantime instead of reading manga or watching a full-fledged anime i've just been playing the 3ds because i've been slacking on my uh zelda spirit tracks and i've been wanting to beat that game for years ever since it came out and i never had a ds so now that i'm able i want to go ahead and finish it uh as well as my the rest of my ds backlog plus um moving from there we need to get into what i have been on this past week and that would be as of yesterday actually i started playing the evil within first time shinji mikami one of his best um i guess you could say solo works in some people's eyes i guess in the public in the massive public's eyes uh is is one of his best personally my my personal opinion of his best is between friggin re4 and vanquish those were like his best works thus far um although i have not played his latest work the evil within too so we'll see and he has another uh, first person shooter coming uh for the playstation 5 i think um that tokyo paranormal uh, paranormal tokyo i think it was called or something like that so looking forward to that anyway uh he's he's good at making the weird and grotesque um uh, very entertaining um if you guys have tuned into the stream because we will be streaming the evil within i will be streaming it directly from the ps4 you will be able to find me at twitch.tv forward slash slim entertainment if you drop by with the rest of them say hi pop in the chat maybe even follow we will be walking through the game it's my first time first time experience and it i, I will admit to you okay i, I tell you this now wholeheartedly i'll be i'll be honest i am not a fan of horror horror movies okay horror movies i do not like okay because it's it's just i'm weird like that okay when it comes to horror games it's a completely different thing in my mind because in horror games i can mitigate my danger by you know being wise with my inventory or doing what i can using the gameplay mechanics in order to defend myself or run away etc you know basically i can apply my knowledge and do something but in a horror movie i have no choice but to experience the horror 
that's trash <laughs> i know the good and well that i saw the killer or the monster or the ghost or the spirit whatever go into a certain room or around a certain corner and the protagonist or main character whoever decides to go that way and they just don't know and they're going there anyway or they go there out of curiosity and the the music builds and suddenly the suspense rises and i know what's coming and i hate it but it has to happen no nope i don't like that that's not me but um yeah horror games now that being said even though i'm way better with horror games like infinitely better with horror games than I'm horror movies i still am somewhat of a massive pussy when it comes to it i will i you won't hear me just go screaming you know saying like a little girl or something but i will you know jump like very easily when the stupidest shit happens you know and this game is very i won't say it's um heavy with jump scares because it's not but what is very good at is circumventing expectations Circ like like uh, what's the word i'm looking for not circumvent or is it uh what's the word i'm looking for basically if it, it, it it's it's good at fooling you and making you put aside your expectations like even if you're very familiar with video game tropes and things and you will see them you will see them but what you think will happen won't and that's enough to keep you on your toes so super good so far it looks decent for the time that it came out i suppose could have been better but it was um from from my understanding and further research it was a rush development and it did not get completed um a lot of my experience that i'm having now is a patched experience uh but i've heard a very horrible things about it on release so um we'll see though but uh we've done what was it about five chapters so far in the last stream from the beginning so yeah we're gonna keep going from there and see what happens everything is strange i'm not even gonna begin to try to explain the story to you right now because i don't i still don't know what the hell's been going on and i played it for like almost five hours straight so i still don't know what the hell going on but um we will find out but yeah i'm enjoying it even within good game so far uh, another game that I've been playing, I I keep going back to Katana Zero, trying to unlock the secret boss. If anybody, if anybody could like physically show what is the big mistake that's made to not unlock the secret i don't know what i'm doing and i get tired of trying to go all the way through the game again i don't want to have to run through it i've tried to run through it like five times and i'm pissed i don't want to run through it no more i'm burnt out i because and i wanted to save like some of my give a damn so that i could do a hard mode run and maybe a speed run but i don't it, it gets monotonous so i'm just like nah we'll try this again at another time so yeah not a fan man um well i am a fan i love katana zero but that boss is hella hard to unlock so i i, I don't know what to say i want i i, I want to I want to be fair, but I don't want to make excuses. So just be real. It's hard as hell to unlock that shit. But the overall game is amazing. And that one aspect does not tarnish the overall product at all, nor the image of the product in my eyes. That shit is hard. All right. So what else? Uh, oh, we finished GTA 5. Let me take a quick five minutes to talk about this. I first played GTA 5 around, let's see, a few months after its release on the PlayStation 3, and I hadn't played it since. I just got a chance to play it on the PC for the first time, and 
I got to tell you, it can't be that well optimized because it's something about like once I switched it from certain uh, uh, features and my frame rate got stable, I realized that the game, albeit very old, is not running optimally despite it being well under the requirements for my hardware like the craziest thing is ultra tech ultra hd textures bro textures bro it jumps up the performance of my graphics card significantly we talking like we talking like a 50 percent performance load like that's just how much more it takes off of my gpu and not even just that but when it comes to using the ultra the, the the hd textures not only does it jump up that far but for some reason the settings will keep defaulting me on um a, a, a frame scaling which is probably just super sampling and i never wanted that so it, it's just it's just constantly doing it but still it's not maxing out my gpu or anything so it's like okay cool i guess but why is it this damn hard you know i've i've ran games that look way better you know what I'm saying with max settings and it didn't have to work that damn hard now granted this is open world holy shit how much do you need like bro I I, I don't know it just don't make sense to me but either way um game works uh I think I played the online after I beat it for like five ten minutes yo I couldn't do it that shit was boring bro I don't know how these kids do it they they literally have never played an MMO before but that shit boring to me but um yeah story mode though hits real close to home like i explained to y'all last week very very cool super hilarious sling johnson is lamar um all the voice actors a1 job uh trevor's character is like a real deep and good psychological i guess you could say trip down introspective lane like you like if you wanted to really examine anyone that had parental or maternal issues yeah that'll make sense but um it also shows just how important it is um the development of a human being with uh, abandonment issues so yeah trevor very very most interesting character overall because he was so torn up all of them were troubled but the funniest thing was Franklin was the least troubled character simply because the number one trouble of his type of character was being just a good kid growing up in a bad place, uh, in a mad city, if I would say, for the Kendrick stands out there, shout out, is poverty. What's the biggest problem that he got? Location and poverty. Poverty is his environment. And being a product of your environment, you can't exactly blame them, but they are who they are, you know? it's just it's it's crazy how well written that whole story is even the little things that you don't catch that you might not catch like the fact that uh out of all of them when trevor takes over the strip club the only person he said uh i talked to the owner and uh, now i own the strip club he's like oh so you know leon i said leon who's leon leon the owner on the strip club he's like oh uh, yeah that guy's like nah the fact that he's such a people person he knows and familiar with these people down here in south central who you know otherwise are not well known to the upper echelon of people quote unquote in uh north la you know it's it's or, or ls excuse me it's pretty damn good and the just all of the interactions are just spot on it's just great 
Um, the whole thing about the family between uh, Michael's family and his kids uh, was basically just a whole summarization of what it's like to live in a modern family uh, who are products of uh, capitalism, wherein the human who does not have a need for capital would usually try to find purpose in very superficial things like fame or uh, online ranking and superiority or trolling, etc. Uh, uh, people who lack uh, daily, daily, what's the word I'm looking for? Tasks that lead to a necessity for survival, I guess you could say. It's 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 just very deep on so many levels that I can't exactly explain it. And if I do try to explain on every level, then it's like reading too much. So you would really learn more just by the less that you try to delve into it about or explain. If at all you haven't, this old game, you haven't experienced the campaign or, or excuse me, story mode, of this game i highly recommend it for anybody especially if you are african-american and you have questions you're young and you have questions about life and what's it like on the other side and things like that because that is the realest it's so real it's the realest thing that it's ever been you know you you get to see three angles of life somebody up and coming from the bottom of the economic ladder somebody who's at the top of the economic ladder and rewarded for his behavior although those at the bottom would be punished for it and someone else who's like right there in the middle which would be trevor which he's not broke by any means but he's you know he's he's the only reason he's not broke is because he's a drug dealer from dealing weed to meth you know and etc it's it's just it's crazy but so true you know real good game real good game still a 10 out of 10 another game that i've been getting into now i've been playing a little more of the old overwatch on pc now that we fully switched over because my usual games my, my usual everyday stuff uh from ps4 was just working on a single player backlog or maybe like one game per week or two and but in between time i give about you know maybe an hour or so to a multiplayer game so it will be a um a cycle of either overwatch or apex and then a single player game and um especially since i've uh, given up tekken 7 because that shit just makes me salt boy oh it ain't no love out here for a hormone man understand me i don't see it y'all don't see it is no but anyway yeah good ass um good ass experience one of the things i noticed firsthand with overwatch on pc i don't know if i mentioned in a previous podcast but the frame rate is so much smoother i don't know the frame rate on console i don't know if it's 30 or if it's 40 something but i can guarantee you that it is not 60 baby this should have been a gaming standard since this generation began and it needs to be a gaming standard from now on 60 frames per second is so good it's so good that i immediately notice when i don't have those frames anymore and it makes me significantly worse like i can adapt within say a few seconds but damn boy once you go back to 60 (laughs) and i don't even bro imagine if i jumped up and went to 144 and got me a more powerful rig man shit would be out of control but um yeah it's just insane i am enjoying it uh one of the things i notice is uh i think it's a lot of people that go from console to pc and just play torbjorn very ashamed which is actually ironic because i knew someone who was very bad at shooters and they would play torbjorn on ps4 
And it's like, okay, you, you, you gotta do better than that. Like you have to, like there's the skill ceiling is so high. You cannot be this low to the bottom. I can't have it do better, you know, but uh, there's neither here nor there, but moving forward from that, man, I've been loving it. I've been playing apex as well on PC still, um, still ending games at like top two, top three or, or number four with like seven, eight kills every fucking time you go ahead and check twitter y'all will see i post them whenever i can and it's just crazy man it's it's just crazy but i do like the new ttk it feels better it's a little bit better than it was before but it feels much better uh great fights overall feel good y'all don't know what it is about epic but they uh, i mean for about uh respawn but they can balance the shit out of a that thing is so balanced it's so fun it feels so fair and it feels so right i don't know what it is it is loving it is wrong i don't want to be right that game is so good oh my god i love apex legends but um yeah that's pretty much what i've been playing this week how much else uh still working on the evil within and zelda spirit tracks which by the way i gotta admit even though I enjoy the atmosphere, the characters, and gameplay, and the segments with controlling uh, Dead Zelda Ghost, I will say, rolling around that damn train, it's not fun, and it's just as boring as running around that damn boat in in uh, in Phantom Hourglass. I don't know why Wind Waker had, was a much better time to sail around in. I guess because the map just looked big, but it was actually more compact. Therefore, you would likely find something on every square. But uh, still, she's good. Still hadn't played a Zelda that's better than my top two, which would be uh, Ocarina and Twilight Princess. Those are still the best ones to me, in my opinion. The only reason I can't say to, uh, Twilight Princess is the best because it runs a little long. It runs a little too long. But it's super good, well-polished, well-made, well-played. Um, uh, I do put it over Majora's Mask because Majora's Mask is... It's weird, bro. Right down to the gameplay, and it's depressing. And fuck y'all, it's my it's my top three list. So then my Zeldas, okay? Ocarina, Twilight, and then Majora. And after that, it'll probably be the preceding ones that came afterward. But yeah, Skyward Sword was good. You know what? No, let's bump it down. Uh, it will probably be I probably put Link to the Past above twilight so it would be ocarina link to the past then twilight then majora's mask and onward but uh back on topic really that's everything i've been playing this week so i don't know why i said back on topic so back into the news <laughs> let's jump into the news uh this week we got going on on the docket first thing over on gamedebate.com uh written by chad norton Sony is officially bringing more first-party titles to the PC. This is good news. Not only Sony, but also Atlas and Sega have seen a lot of success with PC ports. With the fact that uh, a Sony exclusive like Horizon Zero Dawn hit PC and it hit outrageous numbers when it came to sales, like that right there was just money on the table that they completely did not even acknowledge. And we've been saying it for years. So hopefully this is going to be good news that they're going to green light the Miyazaki can put Bloodborne on PC. I want some mods. I right? Bloodborne is like one of my favorite Souls games. It's super good. I've got hundreds of hours into that game. I think I know the entire thing in and out. And I might be like one level right below a lore guru 
knowing like everything there is in that game i played it too too many times way too many and also the the, the online matchmaking might be better too because it seems a little like i don't know like a little slow like i found myself waiting around way longer to matchmake in bloodborne especially when you're trying to co-op with a password than i would uh and say dark souls 3 and hell even one like it, the connectivity seemed a little more lackluster but um According to the docket, they have uh, seen great performance for Horizon Zero Dawn, and they're going to greenlight some more uh, PC titles ported from PS4, and hopefully it'll be the ones that we want. So this is always good news, and I'm glad. Um, also, yeah, the reason I brought up Sega and Atlas, they saw the same thing and learned their lesson as well, thanks to, what's the name of it? What's the name of it? Uh, 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 Persona 4 Golden which used to be, I think, a Vita exclusive, PlayStation Vita. So, yeah, now that it's available on play, uh, on the PC, it's, it made ridiculous sale numbers. I think I spoke, I think I spoke about this uh, in a previous podcast as well. So that's good news all around. Marvel's Avengers Battle Pass system won't require you to send any real-world money over on Game Debate once again, written by Neil Soder. Um, says that uh, the upcoming hero looterthon, Marvel's Avengers, whatever that you know phrase that they're coining right now, is launching at the end of this week. Blah blah blah, blah which is already out by now. But this article was literally written on the thirty first of August. So yeah, basically the to summarize to summarize this entire, I'm really tripping over words today. To summarize this entire uh, article here. What they're saying is if you pre-order the game and you're or a day one buyer, then you will be given enough of the elite currency so that you can purchase your cosmetic things, emotes and etc. The elite currency is only for cosmetics and things and not for uh, stat changeable. So therefore, it's not pay to play. But also you will be able to complete the battle passes, which is a separate one for each character play at and when you complete these battle passes um, and you know these tasks that you get what happens is you're able to earn by doing so you earn enough credits in order to just buy the premium battle pass so all you got to do is just play the game and you will earn enough and if you don't want to play the game then you could just buy the premium and get the premium battle pass and you already unlock the skins and things like that that you're looking for out of the premium battle pass you know options so it's it's good and it's something for everybody that way you that's how every single mmo and online battle pass should be honestly in my personal opinion because if a person spends money they shouldn't be able to beat everybody just where they spent a few extra bucks but they should be able to cut down the time to gain non non gameplay effective item that's how you keep the game great because you keep your free plan your, your free to play player base will keep playing and you'll keep the paying player base involved every time because the main thing people love to do is show off skins that come out as soon as they drop just to wave it around you know what i mean and we're not even going to talk about the league of legends economy you know because it's it used to be the most fair one but now it's questionable thanks to this new system and this might be revolutionary and a lot of games might follow after now one thing i want to say about the avengers before we move too far is i've been seeing some people talk about the avengers talking about his mid talking about it's kind of bad talking about his trash 
and all these other things and that's bad like i i am sick of people sitting up here not knowing how to critique video games but they got thousands of followers that's willing to like anything that they say that's why i rip bro i'm gonna start going at people bro they might not care right now because i ain't got but like you know a few twitter followers whatever but i'm gonna have to start calling people out on their bullshit like people will literally just drum up some negative bullshit just to get people to flock to so what we need is basically some people to be more fair and, and, and mature in their judgment because one of the videos surfaced showing some real cool, like high skill combos that you can pull off with like Captain America and and Captain Marvel and things like that or Kamala Khan, whichever one you want to call her. And the thing about it is, it's dope to see those combos and the animations are so fluid that it fits and it makes it look cool they got it looking like devil may cry levels of crazy you feel me like that's dmc type shit and i love it and they're giving you that type of option so that means that you got combo options for the high skill player you got enough combos or uh, you know easy enough to perform for the low skill player you got content for both sides of the spectrum. How do you pull that off? Usually it's a miracle in game design, but they pulled it off. And it's basically free to play where you can get you get access to all of the premium stuff without paying. You just buy the game and that's enough. Man, let me tell you. Bro, this game is a four-player co-op game. With as little lag as they can as they can, just as little lag as they can get a hold of, that make it uh lagless as lagless as possible for the experience. That is an amazing feat on its own. Four player co-op, bro. Stop shitting on the game for no reason. Look at what the the tall order that they already fulfilled just in that alone. Hell, consider the fact that this game is four player co-op. When is the what's the last triple A four player co-op game that you've ever played? What's the last one? What's the last two player triple A co-op game you ever played? Resident Evil 6? Bro, let me tell you something. Y'all full of shit. Alright? Even the remakes wasn't even co-op. You feel me? Stop this bullshit, bro. Stop it. Revelations 2? Resident Evil Revelations 2? Just just shut the fuck up. Y'all y'all don't know nothing. You just entitled babies. Who probably, you know what I'm saying, just mad because they spent $60 and it ain't the full whole world that you expecting. You know what I mean? Like, y'all either want the multiplayer experience that never gets tired for $60. Or you either want the AAA blockbuster every game to have the same amount of quality and production as, like, The Last of Us or God of War 4. Chill the fuck out. You need to realize not everybody is Sony Santa Monica and Naughty Dog. Them people is back with Sony money. These people had Square Enix money on a multiplayer game, and it's one of the best multiplayer games out there that you can find. In a genre that's almost dying, they put life back into it, and that's co-op beat-em-ups. Nigga, get... Bruh. I'm, I'm, I'm actually triggered off this, bro. I am big mad, because you people don't know shit about video games and design. This stuff is not easy to do. So anyway, let's move on before I just uh, run up the time too much. PUBG over here on news18.com. Yes, an actual news site. PUBG among 118 mobile apps are banned by the government in another crackdown amid border row with China. Apparently, the Indian government find PUBG and many other apps to be um, an invasion of privacy of the people of India by China and they want to just be more protective plus it also states here in direct quotation 
that it is spoiling the next generation. Apps like PUBG were spoiling the next generation. Quotes. That is a direct quote. Um, said by Security General Praveen Kandelwal. And this thing here, you, you can't really like blame them. If they're still very tired, this place, uh, India, if I can't speak on it because I haven't been there myself, but what I know of personally, they are still very heavily tied to their traditions and religions, uh, which is nothing wrong with that at all. And therefore, they're more conservative about them and they would like to keep those things alive with who they are as well as their people. And because of this, they believe that the their later generation being spoiled by PUBG, I cannot blame them. It's a lot of battle royales out there that are ruining kids because they don't know the value of a dollar any longer you know with the way that they spend on v bucks getting skins and things buying all these different you know microtransactions that add up you know it's insane the amount of uh young kids who spend money to access certain modded server get like certain mods for minecraft and all these other things that are just crazy like and plus we live in an era where in america mothers just get a separate cash card or sign up a cash app and just give their children a card that they could use personally. So, of course, these kids don't know the value of a dollar. And, of course, it would spoil them. And I don't really, you know, all the way blame them. It's it's one of the things that uh, would also, you know, pretty much harm them in the long run. Because considering that it is a phone app game, it's probably for, a, uh, I don't know how much PUBG is if it, if it's not free. But for sure, it is a minimum cost and it runs on a phone, which is a necessity in this day and age. Video games always taught the value of a dollar. Well, usually it would, especially back in the day, because you had to invest in having the console and then buy the separate game along with it. And if you wanted to do multiplayer, you had to also invest in a secondary controller. So all it takes is for a parent to say, we won't buy you any more games. And you'll find you'll have to get your own and know what the worth is immediately. You'll know even beforehand when you had to beg for it. So it's it's just a lot that goes into I can see why they're so worried about, you know, their youth and the next generation when it comes to it. Just speaking on the PUBG uh, exclusion, because that's the only one that is singled out to say to ruin. But they've also banned uh, like TikTok, WeChat, YouTube, Yuku, Baidu, Baidu Express and Alipay and all these other apps. And it's like 118 of them. So I'm not going to read them all off, but it's a lot of them that they feel um, violate privacy, which most likely they uh scanned completely the terms of service and completely said no we're going to defend the people's uh from themselves because they're just going to you know accept these uh terms of service and uh, end user agreements and not really read the fine print then they're basically saying that they're doing it for themselves so it's a lot of stuff on here games and apps that you wouldn't even think would um take advantage of your you know of your information which is the most valuable thing right now so yeah Next on the docket, investgame.net excuse me, uh, has an update for Tencent, which is uh, the very popular mobile developing company in China. And they've just acquired Layu Technologies for around $1.4 billion. Okay, Layu Technologies, for those who don't know, uh, were the people who published titles like Dark Sector and Warframe. Um, they did a lot of publishing for... Um, 
uh, or well, one of the subsidiaries is um, Splash Damage, who made like Wolfenstein, Enemy Territory, or uh, Enemy Territory, Quake Wars, Brink, Dirty Bomb, uh, just 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 some of some of the Civ games, um, which was licensed by Take Two. Uh, they were involved with um, let's see uh, another subsidiary. There's Digital Extremes, uh, Athlon Games, Kingmaker, Radiance Games. Uh, just a lot of good um, Chinese-based uh, game development and publishing companies, or they would publish for the games. As a matter of fact, they published. Uh, yeah, they became the worldwide publisher of a uh, Samurai Showdown, the 2019 Samurai Showdown, the latest one, and um, working with uh, SNK's development team and also in, in, investing in them. So, you know, it's it, they've been involved in a lot. They even did a Lord of the, Lord of the Rings game, and let's see what else. Uh, they're a shareholder and publisher partner of LCG Entertainment, which acquired the assets of the defunct studio Telltale Games. So it's they 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 they're pretty big, so to speak. And and those titles are not small titles. I guess you could say they're like upper double A titles. You know what I'm saying? They have some funding, but not like the level of funding of like first party games. But it's huge and it's to be respected. But the fact that Tencent now owns them, the Tencent is like in the gaming industry, but slowly becoming the Disney of Chinese gaming, uh, you know, business and industries. Like it's 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 crazy. They're just acquiring everything and it's getting super powerful. They've even um solidified a deal with uh Nintendo like what two years ago when they started making app games. So it's it's bro, it's it's everything. It's a whole thing. But lastly on the docket, uh Super Mario 3D All-Stars has been announced as a limited time release for the Nintendo Switch. Now, uh this title is clearly very controversial because um it's the 35th anniversary of mario and this 3d all-stars game for the switch is going to include super mario 64 of course uh secondly is going to include super mario sunshine from the nintendo gamecube era and also will include from the wii super mario galaxy one but it is not included super mario galaxy 2 as far as we know and also remember that it is a limited run so according to the nintendo direct 35th anniversary uh what they've stated is that the game will have all kinds of upgrades for to the resolution the frame rate performance and they're also re-releasing a uh, Super Mario 3D World, not included with this uh, All Stars pack, but they will be re-releasing a uh, Super Mario 3D World plus with new content for the Switch, which uh, it was previously exclusive to the Wii U. And beyond that, they have this uh, Mario Kart Live, where you literally put real go kart toys and make a track, and you can control them using your Switch. And it actually shows you the power-ups and the stage hazards and everything using the cameras on the cars and augmented reality. So you can play the actual video game in your own house or living room, which is very innovative, very cool, very dope. Nobody else is doing that that we know of. Now, the reason of the controversy behind the 3D All-Stars package is because a lot of people say that it should have a Galaxy 2. And there's some people mad about it being 
three games for 60 bucks. There's some people mad about the fact that the game is going to be, some of the games will be 1080p or 720p, depending. And some may be 30 frames per second or 60 frames per second. And we have one person really, you know, getting all up in arms. I saw on Twitter, he's like, I don't know why Nintendo fans let them make so many excuses for a game that runs at 1080p, 60 frames per second on smartphones. You know, I saw I saw a tweet earlier and I'm like, bro, shut up. OK, it's getting that performance on the latest smartphones. It has like the newest processes and graphical processes. You can't be comparing it, bro. The Switch is the same hardware. It has to stay the same hardware that it was when it was released four years ago. It was underpowered when it was released four years ago. It's underpowered right now for sure as of now four days ago so please shut up everybody out there shut up the the switch's performance is not a surprise that's what it was going to do that what is what it has been doing and that's what it's going to keep doing until they get an upgrade or this new uh system comes along so please stop calm down shut up be cool Right. And it's not hurting them any either because there's another article that I did not choose to report on because it's not really that big a deal. But saying that the Nintendo shares are almost to the point of its highest in history, which was uh, 2007 when the Wii initially launched under the code name, the uh, originally the Nintendo Revolution. So, yeah, yeah, suck it and shut up. So that's that's the whole point, man. If you're going to critique something, you got to you got to have full context and know what you're talking about. You know, people just look at like raw hardware performances and whatnot, but they don't look at the whole meat and potatoes, you know, especially with the fact that the the most of the performance dedication in the switch has to be toward changing resolutions on the fly when it's in the docket and when it's handheld and being power efficient. OK, you cannot have a screen that big be touchscreen and that wide of that size and be power efficient to game on for several hours at a time that's not easy to do even today's laptops struggle with keeping a good battery life longer than maybe say eight hours okay let alone four if you're actually doing something and gaming laptops forget about it it has to be plugged it has to be plugged in these things matter when designing and building hardware okay especially when it comes to gaming gaming is one of the the reason gaming is the biggest things that pushes you know development of new technologies for computation and you know and technological engineering is because gaming is the one of the most demanding things when it comes to computers it's very demanding so learn something first before you speak is all I got to say. All in all, be on the lookout. There's been another episode. Uh, we got some things coming up. I'm going to be doing some more uh, The Evil Within. Might stream fall, guys. Not particularly sure. I'm not a huge fan of the game because some of the game modes are kind of trash to me. Some of the little the mini game modes or whatever. Or stages that they call it. Uh, it's not really, you know, it's not really me. I don't want to get soaked into it trying to be good and going for a crown because there's a lot of variables and little to do with you know skill i don't want to get roped into that you know i'm a sweat and a try hard and that's not my type of uh, game of choice but uh, we got some things coming up maybe maybe i don't want to say this to get y'all hopes up but maybe if we can get everybody to act right we might be able to do some among us streams so 
here's to hopes but all in all y'all take care of yourselves be good go ahead and give me a like a comment to let me know what you'd like to see more on the channel and a subscribe go ahead and check out the twitch and maybe follow me over there we're trying to get to partner and i have a twitter so if you want to keep up with the stupid shit i say or the things that i plan on doing you can go ahead and run over there as well and follow me so always remember the channel motto intentions are the most important actions ain't nothing but loud and words don't mean a damn thing i love y'all peace